3: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Taran here with us.
1: Hey, everyone.
3: We're back to remote podcasting because we're back in lockdown again. So, we're planning to do something else today, but because it's Valentine's Day, coincidentally, we thought we'd uh, talk about some romantic comedies, just an excuse to talk about some romantic comedies because we don't usually talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Have we
1: done this before?
3: Nah, this is the first time. I guess we should make it an annual thing because we do a Christmas episode every year okay so i guess we should do a valentine's day episode so similar to our christmas episodes which you might have listened to in the past we're going to talk about a movie each and could be a good one could be a an okay one or it could be a really bad one could be anything really and i've sort of given away what i'm going to be talking about on our instagram if you checked out our story but still doesn't reveal to me what he's going to be talking about so we'll we'll get into
1: to it. be honest i did i didn't know we we're doing this so i got a I gotta think of a movie right now. <laughs> oh, great! All right, okay. So, I guess you should go first. I'll go first, and while you're doing your movie, I will um think. About I'll it. watch a movie. <laughs> well, you can pick. <laughs> no, i just watch one right now.
3: You can pick any rom com that's ever been made. Okay, you, you've got some. Yep, you've got some choice. All right, I'm gonna be talking yep. about the one I guess that we probably should be talking about on Valentine's Day: the movie. Valentine's Day that came out in 2010 directed by Gary Marshall. So this is one of those movies where there's all these interconnecting storylines. So it's similar to it's like a love actually pretty much but on Valentine's Day. And it's got a very big star cast and each of them have their own story but then it sort of interconnects with someone else's story. So it's like a it's like a cinematic universe but it's all in one movie. That's how I describe it. So it's like if you got Marvel and you put it all into one movie, that's this movie. Except, obviously, it's not superheroes. I'll go through who's in this movie, and it's a very big list. You haven't seen this, right?
1: I've, I've seen it on TV once, I think. Not the whole thing. It's very boring. I don't know how you watch the whole thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll go through my thoughts on it. it
1: it's uh, got Scarlett Johansson?
3: No. is that some, that's a, no, She's not in this one. That's a different one. Yeah.
1: It's got Taylor Swift?
3: Yeah, this got, it's got Taylor Swift. Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yes, that's the one. I think you're thinking of the right one. Unless they're all in another movie. Apart from those people that you just described, there's Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Beale, Bradley Cooper, Patrick Dempsey, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Taylor Lautner, and Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts. I think that's about it. Probably other people that i missed as well. There's a lot of different characters, obviously. I can go through what the story is, but it'll probably take us like a whole episode just to go through what happens in this movie because there's so many interconnecting storylines. The thing is, there's, there's all these storylines, but nothing actually really happens in the movie. So the main character is, I would say the main character is Ashton Kutcher. So the movie starts with him spoilers for this movie that came out on valentine's day in 2010 i think came, i think it actually did cut okay it came out on february 12th 2010 so almost valentine's two days day. before well a bit about the budget and the box office So budget wise it, it had a budget of 52 million which is for a rom-com it's on the high end but i guess it has a lot of different act like star actors in it so they probably spend most of that money for the actors what surprised me most is the box office this made so can you guess what, what this made?
1: $2.5 billion. <laughs> it's actually the highest-grossing <laughs> film of all time.
3: <laughs> so it made $216 million, which is a lot more than I thought it made. I thought this was not a good movie and it wouldn't have made that much money, but it made more money than it definitely should have. Getting into the story, it starts with Ashton Kutcher and Jessica Alba, so their boyfriend girlfriend, and he proposes to her on... In, on the morning of this guy's a big day this guy's a big valentine's day because firstly he's a florist so it's like the busiest day of the year for him second he proposes to his girlfriend first thing in the morning and she says yes so it's like you know he gets off to a good start uh, but then in the middle of the day his girlfriend realizes that she wasn't sure about it and she dumps him on the same day that she accepts him so he gets dumped like literally like three hours later and then the by the end of the day, he gets together with his best friend. So it all happens in one day. So he gets engaged oh, okay. and gets together with his best friend. Um, all oh, okay, who's his best friend? His best friend's Jennifer Don Cheadle? Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that might have been interesting. He's, he's not in <laughs> this movie. <busy. laughs> I thought he had a caveat. <laughs> <laughs> his best friend's Jennifer Garner. So Jennifer Garner is a teacher, like a primary school teacher. So this is how it's all interconnected. So Jennifer Garner is Ashton Kutcher's best friend. She's a primary school teacher. There's a kid in her class that has his own story. Like this little kid that wants to propose to someone on Valentine's Day. You find out who it is at the end of the movie. His grandparents. Dodger. Again, he doesn't. I, I don't know. Maybe he has like a mystery cameo in this movie <laughs> that I missed out on. But um, his grandparents have their own story. His, br- yep. his grandparents are uh, they're people that I've seen before. He's like you know the guy in prince's diaries the security guard or whatever
1: uh no i don't is it unless it's don cheeto i don't know who it is
3: <laughs> okay so anyway the grandparents have their own story apart from that there's julia Roberts and bradley cooper who are on a 14-hour plane journey so they have their own story and then there's jessica beale who's a pr manager for a quarterback an nfl quarterback so she has her own story, and the NFL quarterback also has his own story. And then there's Jamie Foxx. Who's the
1: NFL quarterback?
3: He is. He looks familiar. He's probably in stuff. His name is... Don Cheadle. No, he's white, so it's definitely not Todd Cheadle. It's Eric Dane. <laughs> I think he's in, like, Eric Grey's Dane. Anatomy or something. Not Patrick Dempsey. Oh, because okay. Patrick Dempsey's also in this, who's in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. But it's another one. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the NFL quarterback and he's I think he's meant to be like Tom Brady, but I guess Tom it's like Tom Brady now. He's like an older quarterback and they're like he should be retiring and he's and his team drops him and he's like free agent now and he media speculating on his, what what he's going to do with his future if he's going to retire or is he going to continue. And then there's Jamie Foxx who is a sports reporter for a TV channel and he doesn't like Valentine's Day and he's like the second sports reporter and on valentine's day there's not that much sports news so they put him on a lifestyle segment where he has to go around and talk to people about valentine's day so that's his story who else is there there's topher grace and anne hathaway and they have a a bit of a story their boyfriend girlfriend and anne hathaway does this part-time job where she does like adult phone calls that's her job, and Topher Grace doesn't know about it, so that's like their conflict. There's You find out in between. There's Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. They have their own... Taylor Squared. They have like a story that's that like literally goes nowhere. So the boyfriend-girlfriend at the start, like most of these stories go nowhere, but theirs literally goes nowhere. The boyfriend-girlfriend at the start, and they just... Just that. There's a couple of scenes with them, and that's it. They, they don't really do much with them. Then there's Emma Roberts and some other guy who are classmates of Taylor Swift and... Taylor Lautner, so they sort of have their own story as well. And Emma Roberts is the babysitter to the kid in Jennifer Garner's class. So that's how they're connected. Okay. I think at some point everyone ends up talking to Ashton Kutcher because they all want flowers or something. So all of them end up talking to Ashton Kutcher at some stage. So he's sort of the main character. But, yeah, I think that's all the stories. Oh, yeah, and then there's Patrick Dempsey. Who Jennifer Garner was dating or is dating at the start of the movie, but she finds out that he's cheating, he's cheating on his wife. So he's already married, and he told her that he's divorced, but he isn't divorced. And yeah, she finds out. Well, Ashton Kutcher finds out actually. Because he buy he goes to buy flowers. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he goes to buy flowers from Ashton Kutcher. And he buys two sets of flowers and he tells him that, you know, one's for his wife and one's for his girlfriend. And then he finds out that. The girlfriend is Jennifer Garner. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot happens but also nothing happens in the whole movie. I thought there would have been a scene at least like towards the end where they all get together in the same place, but they don't. There's no there's no scene like that. They're all like in different places. But a bit about Gary Marshall. So this guy, firstly he directed Princess Diaries 1 and 2.
1: Oh, yes, my two favorite movies. <laughs> which
3: I mentioned before, he directed Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride oh, yeah. with Julia Roberts. And then towards the end of his career, he directed this movie and then he directed New Year's Eve and then he directed Mother's Day, which was his last movie.
1: Oh, yeah. That came out like last year, two years ago. I think Not 2016
3: that long ago.
1: came out. Oh, really? It was that far back. I yeah. thought it was closer.
3: Yeah, I think it was twenty sixteen. So that like all of the I'm um, I, I don't know about Mother's Day, but I know New Year's Eve is like one of these movies as well where there's all these different stories.
1: It's just based off love actually, isn't it? It's like the love actually formula.
3: Pretty much. And I think this movie would have been better if it was actually funny, but it was like it was funny unintentionally sometimes, but it wasn't really funny at all.
1: It's is it I don't know if it's a comedy though. Is it a comedy?
3: I thought it was meant to be like a I guess maybe not. It's I thought it was meant to be like a Romance slash comedies slash interconnected stories type movie. I guess Love Actually is not funny either, is it? It's not. It's not a comedy.
1: It's got comedic parts, but I don't think it's a comedy.
3: So it's it's basically just trying to be like a Love Actually. I counted how long. So for
1: some st- reason, I thought the guy that made Love Actually also made this movie, but turns out it's just a guy trying to copy Love Actually.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, he ends up doing Love Actually three times. So he's done it more than the actual the actual guy who made Love Actually. I timed how long the starting credits go for because the credits, like there's stuff happening in the background, but they show all the people's names in the movie, every actor. Yep. So it goes for seven and a half minutes, the starting credits.
1: And then- How long's the movie?
3: It's two hours. So it's a pretty long movie. It's long than it needs to be. And then there's, and then I counted, well, I also timed how long it takes before we introduce to all the characters in the movie. Who do you think the last character is that they introduce?
1: Uh Don Cheadle in the post credit <laughs> scene. But but before that, um last character is Julia Roberts.
3: No, it's not. She's like towards the end. I think she's like 20 minutes into the movie. You get introduced to her. But Oh, that, are you
1: asking for time? Time when the and, last character that
3: Time and character, yeah.
1: Okay. Time like an hour in.
3: No, well, that would be ridiculous if it was that. It, it's, it's pretty long, though. It's So it's like 35 minutes into the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you're introduced to Taylor Lautner. So he's the last one out of the main characters that you get introduced to. That's like a long time. That's like a quarter of the way into the movie and you're still introducing characters. You know, I could easily tear this movie to shreds. It's not that bad. Like, I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it would be because there is some parts that are slightly interesting, I guess. Like I think Jennifer Garner and Ashton Kutcher's stories are sort of semi-interesting. The ones that definitely could go out are the Taylor, the Taylor's one, the Taylor's Taylor story. Taylor Squared? Yeah, the Taylor Squared How's story. How's
1: Taylor Swift in acting?
3: Not good. <laughs> Pretty no. bad. <laughs> but it's Taylor. <laughs> She's not good. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is Ashton Kutcher meant to be... He's not like a good actor, right? I don't think he's known. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. I think he's an all right actor. Like, Hasn't okay. he been
1: nominated for Oscars?
3: I don't think so. <laughs> has he? I don't think so.
1: I thought he has. For what? I don't know. Some <laughs> movie. Did you get nominated for that Steve Jobs one? I
3: thought like his one was really bad.
1: Maybe he's a shit actor. I don't know. He was on that seventy show for a while,
3: and so was uh, Topher Grace, right? And they're both in this. I think generally people thought back then, especially when this movie came out, that he wasn't a good actor. And Taylor, the Taylors, the Taylor Squares, even Taylor Lautner. He's not very good in this. They make him look like he's Al Pacino in this movie. He's <laughs> they make his acting look so much better. So the Taylors they can they can go. They, they don't need to be in this movie.
1: Ashton Kutcher's won worst actor for Valentine's Day in two thousand and eleven <laughs> in the Golden Raspberries. <laughs> Never been nominated for an Oscar, but he has won worst actor before. So he's one. He's been the best at something.
3: <laughs> He's been the best of being the worst. Okay, yeah, that yes. doesn't surprise me. And for
1: this for this movie,
3: <laughs> it's for this. So I was, I was praising his acting in this movie, and that he got, an, he got a worst actor award for this. So that just tells you how bad the tailors were, because the tailors were like terrible in this. They're like cringeworthy in this. Uh, especially Taylor Swift, she was not good, and she's oh, only had no. like two that's, scenes as well, and she was not good at those scenes.
1: That's not what I like to hear.
3: And Jessica Biel, so there's one part in this movie. So Jessica Biel has this I hate Valentine's Day annual party in this year of the of the movie. She she's also holding it, but no one RSVP, so zero people. And for some reason, she has it in an Indian restaurant. No idea why she has an she has it in an Indian restaurant, and there's like. An Indian wedding party happening in, like, one of the other rooms. And then people start turning up. So Jennifer Garner turns up because she finds out that Patrick Dempsey was cheating on her. So she turns up. And then just all these random people turn up. And Jamie Foxx turns up. And they end up having a party. And they're, like, burning. You know what? how these, like, I hate Valentine's things work? How they, like, burn stuff? Like, burnt yeah, I have one stuff. every year, man. Like, <laughs> uh, you got one later today, that's right, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I couldn't leave it like half an hour. to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they start burning stuff in, the, in this Indian restaurant, and then the Indian restaurant burns down and they get sued.
3: <laughs> well, that, that doesn't happen. It's for some reason they get.
1: Don, Don Cheedle's the lawyer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they get past it, But yeah, so she gets together. So I'll tell you who gets together with you. So Ashton Kutcher gets together with Jennifer Garner. Jessica Beale gets together with Jamie Foxx because they end up meeting. They, there's like two scenes with them. The old, the two old people stay together and Taylors stay together. Who else is there? Have I missed anyone? Uh Bradley Cooper. He's actually together with the NFL quarterback. So the NFL quarterback comes out in a press conference. Well, he comes out of the closet in a press conference. He has the least screen time. And who else is there? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. She doesn't actually. she actually has the most authentic story in this whole thing. So she's coming back from somewhere, like she's taking this 14 hour flight and she works in the army. So she only comes back for one day every year and her and Bradley Cooper are on the same flight. So they're sitting next to each other and they chat throughout the flight and she gets off at the airport and she needs to like catch a bus or something. It takes her like an hour to get to her place. So Bradley Cooper, who I think is like some wealthy businessman, he gives her her, he, he gives her his car so she can drive, and she's actually coming back to see her son. Throughout the whole movie, you think she's coming back to see her husband or something, but she's coming back to see her son, and the son is the guy who wanted to propose to someone in Jennifer Garner's class. So it's that kid. That kid is Julia Roberts' son.
1: Oh, okay. I thought Julia Roberts' son would be older, but (laughs) I guess he's in primary school. (laughs) When you said he's coming back to see his son, and you're like, you want to propose to someone in Julia Roberts' class? I'm like, whoa, this is getting nasty. <laughs> oh yeah, so the kid, this is the illegal. kid,
3: <laughs> you find out that the kid he wanted to, because he goes to Ashton Kutcher's store to get to to get flowers for someone in his class, and you find out that he was getting flowers for Jennifer Garner. So was, he wanted to propose to his teacher, essentially.
1: Oh, okay. So it is getting dicey.
3: <laughs> so he turns up to the Indian restaurant because one of his friends, so one of the girls in his class, works at the Indian restaurant as well. And then, yeah, Jennifer Garner's like, "Oh, why don't you give it to Ronnie?" So Ronnie's the girl, and yeah, he ends up giving it to Ronnie instead of gives the flowers to Ronnie instead of Jennifer Gardner Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I say I, I, I say that Julia Roberts one is the best one because you don't find out. Why she's coming back till the very end? There's also a scene in between where the kid is playing soccer and he sees all the kids going up to their mums, you know, telling them how they like scored goals and stuff, and he's like by himself, and that comes back at the end. So that's the only good part in the whole movie. The rest, okay, the rest is good payoff. Is not is not great. Uh, And Bradley, yeah, you find out Bradley Cooper is with the NFL at the end. It's not that bad. It is boring. But there are some parts that are okay. And I can see people enjoying this as like a background movie. So it's it's not horrible. But I'll still give it a cognitive regression, obviously. It's not the worst. I think maybe New Year's Eve, which I haven't seen. We'll do that in another episode at some stage.
1: On New Year's Eve.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On New Year's Eve. Yeah, we'll do a New Year's Eve episode. (laughs) Probably that's worse. But what's this on Rotten Tomatoes? Let me check. I'd be surprised if it's more than 20%. What do you think it is? 29%. It is 18%. 18% with 190 reviews, and then audience rating is 47%. So some
1: people do like it.
3: Kathy Bates is in it. So she's in it for like literally two scenes, but she's the top billing actor. She's like the second name that comes
1: up. It's because she won an Oscar. (laughs) Uh,
3: But she's just like a production worker at Jamie Foxx's television channel, like the one he works for. She's in two scenes. But most people are in two scenes, I guess. When you have this many actors, you can't really have more than one, more than like five scenes. The only one that gets... Decent footage is probably Ashton Kutcher. i got a bit of trivia. I think Julia Roberts is in this movie for about six minutes. How much do you think she got paid for six minutes?
1: Uh, $1 million.
3: So she got $3 million for this movie, which equates, oh, which okay. equates to almost $12,000 per word that she says in the movie. And then on top of that, so apparently she got, that was just her like base pay. And then she also got a percentage of the total gross. So she got like 3% of the total gross that the, the movie made. So she ended up making like $10 million from this movie. And she's in for six minutes. Jeez. And apparently they wanted to get Sandra Bullock for the role of Julia Roberts. And uh, she turned it down, and she did The Blind Side instead. And I'm pretty sure she won an Oscar or something for that.
1: Yeah, I, I think that is a better choice. Yes. <laughs> I think she made the right call. <laughs> yeah. She definitely made the right call.
3: <laughs> There's a couple of references to Pretty Woman because this is directed by the same guy who made Pretty Woman. So Pretty
1: Woman's meant to be a good movie, isn't it? I haven't seen it.
3: I think. Well, I think it's probably better than this, and it's popular. Already.
1: Maybe I should talk about. I'll talk about that one. I'll put it on right now.
3: <laughs> Have you seen it?
1: <laughs> no, nah, that's why I'll watch it right now and then I'll talk about it once you get to the end of this review. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. I'm not I'm not going to go for much longer, but anyway. Um,
1: no, nah, I'll put it on times too speed. <laughs> <laughs> there,
3: there's a part at the end where the, the chauffeur, so Bradley Cooper's chauffeur, is driving Julia Roberts to her house and he says he mentions uh, Rodeo Drive, which is I think it's like a shopping district in... Uh, Los Angeles, and he's like, have you ever been there? And then Julia Roberts is like, yeah, I did once. It was a big mistake, big, huge. Apparently she says the exact same
1: thing in uh, Pretty Woman when she goes shopping there. Oh, cool. That is the worst Easter egg of all time.
3: (laughs) This is the second biggest opening for a romantic comedy ever, just behind the Sex and the City movie in 2008 with $57 Is
1: that a romantic comedy movie?
3: I guess it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what IMDb is telling me, so yes, it is.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right, Uh, and I've told you who's in this movie in terms of the star cast. Can you tell me who or which of the cast members have been in Marvel or DC movies?
1: Uh, Jennifer Garner has.
3: Yeah, Elektra,
1: yeah. Julia Roberts, no. Ashton Kutcher, no. Taylors, no. Jamie Foxx has.
3: Yeah, Electro. Elektra. Amazing Spider-Man
1: 2, yeah. Oh, uh, the other guy has. Topher Grace has.
3: Yep. Spider-Man 3.
1: Is that is that all of them or is there more? There's more. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else is in this movie that you just mentioned. <laughs> I don't know. Who else is there?
3: Okay, so there's Anne Hathaway as Catwoman.
1: Oh, Anne Hathaway in Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Jessica Alba. I forgot Alba. she was in this
3: movie. There's <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Alba, who was Sue Storm.
1: Oh, yeah, Fantastic Four. I yeah. thought you said Jessica Biel was in this movie. Yeah,
3: just, Jessica Biel is also in this movie.
1: <laughs> it's Jessica Alba in this as well. Yeah,
3: so she's the one that Ashton Kutcher gets engaged to in the beginning, and then she dubs him.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jessica See, I Biel, didn't even know she was in this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, and Jessica Biel was in Blade Trinity. Oh, she's in Blade Trinity, that's yeah. right, yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, Bradley Cooper is Rocket Raccoon.
1: Oh, so I forgot he was in this movie.
3: Apparently Eric Dane, so this is the NFL quarterback dude, apparently he was multiple man in X-Men The Last Stand.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all of them.
3: I think we've covered all of them. Yeah, that's it. That is Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day, so it's on Netflix. Perfect. Don't pay for this. I'm not even going to put the link for it, but just watch it on Netflix.
1: Pirate Bay (laughs) link below.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and there's there's one dialogue in this movie, and I think it epitomizes the whole approach that they took to this. So Ashton Kutcher says, uh, "It's Valentine's Day. You don't think, you just do." And I think that's the that's the that's the uh, philosophy. That's that what they, they used. did for this movie. That's the philosophy yeah. that they had for this movie. So they just like let's just get all these actors. Let's not think about a story. Let's just do
1: stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do it.
3: <laughs> that's Valentine's Day.
1: Cool. Oh, what a movie. Sounds good. I'll watch it right now. <laughs> After I finish watching Pretty Woman, which I'm currently <laughs> watching. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright.
1: Actually, I watched them in Unison. I'll have one over the other.
3: Yeah, and you can pick up all the Easter eggs. I only I only talked about one Easter egg. Apparently there's other ones as well. Oh, okay. There's other
1: do they happen they happened at the same point in each movie, so I'll be able to tell.
3: So apparently there's a there's a scene with Anne Hathaway on a bench or something and Julia Roberts sits on the same bench in Pretty Woman or something like that. There's like Oh yes. Yeah. I
1: can't wait to pick up on all these Easter eggs. <laughs> but I gotta finish it before I go burn some Valentine's Day pictures or whatever. So And you have to like
3: smash a pinata as well. That's what they do. They have like a they have a heart shaped pinata.
1: Well, you don't need to tell me about it. I do this every year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I well, let you do it. Do you do it at an Indian yeah. restaurant? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Book it out every year. <laughs> Okay. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a
0: thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, better get 20, 20, 20, you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at
1: mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Cool. So have you picked a movie to talk about?
1: Yes, I have. It's called Valentine's Day. Came out in 2010. (laughs) Directed by Gary Marshall.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You get to hear about it twice now.
1: Yeah, the same. we're going to do the same review over again. <laughs> this time I'll be explaining it, though.
3: So what's your movie? What What are you going to tell us about
1: Okay, so according to Wikipedia, this movie is a science fiction romantic comedy, so I guess it fits the bill. Have I already talked about this movie on this podcast? Maybe I have. Have I talked about Palm Springs?
3: Uh, no, you haven't. No.
1: I haven't talked about Palm Springs. Okay, Palm Springs is a... Twenty Twenty American science fiction comedy movie, romantic comedy movie. Sorry, so it fits the bill for yes. um, Valentine's Day, and it so released, it's so uh, it's
3: direct to Amazon didn't in Twenty Twenty. Yeah, I I have not seen it, but yes, tell us about it.
1: Okay, it it it's uh it's directed by Max Barba who I've never heard of, and it's written by Andy Sierra, who I've also never heard of, but it has Andy Sandberg from. Brooklyn Nine Nine fan and uh, Kristen Milioti, who she's the mother in How I Met Your Mother. She's the the mother, <laughs> the mother that he meets.
3: I was just gonna say, is that a spoiler for How I Met Your Mother?
1: Ah, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't seen that now, then you're a bit late. <laughs> it's uh, it's also got uh, it's got J.K. Simmons, and it's got that guy that plays Superman in that new TV show, <laughs> Superman and Lois.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays Superman in uh, Supergirl, right? The same guy?
1: Yeah, same guy, that yeah. dude. And it's got that chick from Riverdale, whose name I forget. But anyway, she's in it.
3: Okay, I, d- I don't watch Riverdale, so I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's also she's in, like, other Netflix movies. I can't remember which one. Okay, yeah. She's in, like, that Perfect Date movie. Have you seen that one?
3: Perfect Date, yeah.
1: I think it's which Perfect Girl? Date, yeah. Like the uh, not the maid girl and that, the other girl.
3: Okay, yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Well, if you don't, know, yeah, if if you know her, you would know her from Riverdale, probably.
3: So I, I think I said this came out on Amazon. It came out on Amazon for us, didn't it? But I think
1: it's on Hulu. In Did an, it come out? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, Hulu in America, maybe. In America, yep, yep. yeah, because
3: apparently it's got the most. It's the rec- It's got the record for the most viewed Hulu release in the first weekend of the streaming service.
1: And it's actually not bad. It's a it's a stark contrast to your movie because it's not shit. <laughs> it's not dog shit.
3: Hey, didn't I sell Valentine's Day? Like after this, after listening to this episode, I think everyone's going to go and watch Valentine's Day.
1: Okay, I want yeah. everyone to email in and tell me: Did you watch my movie or did you watch his movie? <laughs> or. Did you watch none of them? <laughs> which are, which might be the most popular answer. Let's see. Yeah. So Palm Springs, it's a romantic comedy. It's a time loop comedy.
3: So it's like a groundhog day situation.
1: Yeah, so it, it follows Andy Samberg's character who it's it's at this wedding basically. So he he goes to the wedding because it's his girlfriend's friend's wedding. And so that's how that's why he's at the wedding. And Kristen Milioti. It's her sister's wedding. And so he's just a random at this wedding, basically. Like, no one knows him there. And he somehow gets stuck in this time loop. And he basically spends a lot of time at this wedding. You don't know exactly how long, but it's it's been many years of him being at this wedding, basically. And then he accidentally drags uh, Kristen Milioti into the time loop as well. So then they are kind of in the time loop at the wedding together.
3: Do they get older or are they just stuck in the same age?
1: No, no, they're just stuck in the same day each day, yeah. I don't want to spoil the movie too much, because it's actually pretty good, so people should go watch it. But basically, there's like this cave that he goes into one day, and then after he goes into the cave, he keeps waking up the same day, and he can't get out of the time loop. So, like, if he dies, he just wakes up the same day.
3: And who's J.K. Simmons?
1: So J.K. J.K. Simmons' character. This is a slight spoiler. If you don't want any spoilers, don't don't listen to this part. But J.K. Simmons' character. One day when Andy Samberg's in the time loop, he has a, he like parties with J.K. Simmons, and they like do drugs and all this stuff, and they're having like a good time. And then J.K. Simmons like, I wish I could live this day every day. And then Andy Samberg's like, I could make that happen. And then he puts him into the time loop with him. And then J.K. Simmons gets angry at him and he goes to kill him every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
3: well, he asked for it.
1: There's <laughs> yeah, it, this is one funny part where he's, like, torturing Andy Samberg. And he's like, I thought I was doing you a favour. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's funny. It's It's got good comedy. It's uh,
3: Andy Samberg's pretty funny guy.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's very funny in yeah. it. Yeah. And it's also got like it's got its good serious moments as well. But basically, there's like the Superman's getting married to the mother's wife, the How Much Your Mother's Wife. Yeah, no, sister, sorry, the How Much Your Mother's Sister, also the Riverdale okay. girl. Yeah,
3: okay, so the Riverdale girl is the one getting married, who is the To how, Superman, How I met Your Mother's uh, Sister, Sister, yeah, yeah. How, how yeah. I met Your Mother's, so mother's that's Sister, th- yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's the wedding that they're at, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and it's the- in Palm
3: Springs, supposedly.
1: Yes. And yeah, it's just about how they deal with being in the same day over and over again together. It's kind of like, it's a good movie because it's kind of like isolation and being in lockdown with the same person over and over because the day just seems like the same over and over again. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that.
3: So it's uh, contextual to what we are going through. With COVID. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's Andy Sandberg's like beaten it for many, many years. So he's like he knows there's this part at the start where he's on the dance floor and he knows where everyone's gonna be at every time. Like some guy's about to fall over and he puts a chair behind him and then he like knows this guy's gonna do this dance move, so he like does the dance move with him. It's like he's beaten it for so long that he knows like all the ins and outs. Yeah. So
3: essentially like uh Groundhog Day where he like he learns how to play the piano and stuff in Grand Hog Day. Like he's like a yeah, but he
1: learns he, he learns nothing. He just learns what happens at the wedding, and he just gets drunk every day, and that's it. <laughs> okay. But he's been there so long, he forgets what job he had beforehand. <laughs> he's like at one point, the girl says, "What do you do?" And he's like, "I can't remember." But it's an interesting. Watch.
3: I heard it's yeah, I heard it's pretty good, and a lot of people have it in their top movies of twenty twenty. So
1: definitely worth watching. And it's better than Valentine's Day. I can give you that as um, a hundred percent surety. It is better than Valentine's Day.
3: Anything else on Palm Springs then?
1: I don't know. Do you want to know anything else about it?
3: Obviously, a cognitive re- recalibration from you. Yeah.
1: I don't want to give too much away about it because it's it's pretty good. So I think uh, I think people should just go watch it. Yeah. It's not that long either. It's like an hour and a half.
3: In Australia, it's on Amazon Prime. And in uh in the states it must be on Hulu because it's it was a Hulu exclusive. We don't have Hulu here, so
1: so if you're choosing between Valentine's Day and uh, Palm Springs, I guess, I guess that's your answer there.
3: Watch Twenty Seven Dresses instead.
1: Twenty Seven Dresses. I haven't seen that one.
3: It's the one with Catherine Heigl.
1: I guess I'll put it on right now. <laughs> she makes. Um, I'm now going to watch three movies in unison. Pretty Woman <laughs> is like. Like a third of the way through Valentine's Day is halfway, and uh, I'll, I'll start twenty-seven dresses now.
3: Gee, it's about uh, a lady that makes dresses for weddings, and she never gets married.
1: But she can't get married. How? Uh, how sad.
3: Yeah, she wears twenty-seven dresses at some stage
1: throughout the movie. I think she.
3: I think that's what's No,
1: good. I think she makes twenty-seven dresses.
3: Maybe, and the twenty-seventh is her and she own.
1: makes. She's a dressmaker. Yeah. Yes, so she makes twenty-six dresses. And then the twenty seventh one must be her dress. So you haven't seen
3: this movie, right?
1: No, no. This is a good <laughs> idea for a podcast. We should review movies we've never seen before.
3: Okay, <laughs> like as if we haven't seen even while we're reviewing them, we haven't seen them.
1: No, even while we're reviewing, we haven't seen them, but we should okay. review them.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I, I think well, I've seen twenty seven dresses, so I can. This doesn't really count, but maybe another movie that we
1: haven't seen, we can we can do that. I haven't seen 27 Dresses. Did I get the plot right?
3: I I vaguely remember that. Maybe that's what happens. I actually can't remember. I saw it a while ago. But, yeah, it's about a lady that makes wedding dresses. That's all I remember from it.
1: Email in if if I got the plot right. (laughs) And the next podcast, I'm not going to watch any movies and I'm just going to review something off the bat.
3: Okay, well, New Year's Eve. I think we'd uh, that that's a cognitive regression from us. It's about a group of people on on New Year's Eve.
1: On New Year's Eve, yeah, yeah. one of them stuck on a rooftop. I think it's Zach Afron. He's stuck on a rooftop.
3: Okay, which city is he in? Like New York or something?
1: New York. I think he's in New York. Yeah,
3: that's not a bad place to be stuck on New Year's Eve on the rooftop on New York. I don't think it should be.
1: I think it's with a girl. Yeah, it's with some girl. I can't remember which girl it is.
3: Unless the girl's really annoying or something. Then it might be a bit. Yeah, maybe she's annoying. But then
1: he's like, oh, she's not actually that annoying. I like her.
3: Who else is in New Year's Eve? Has uh, Gary Marshall got some of his favourites back, like uh, Julia Roberts? Let's see, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve movie. Not New Year's Eve celebrations in Melbourne. I don't want that.
1: Are we actually reviewing this movie? It's just, (laughs) (laughs) just out of nowhere. All
3: right, let's see who's in it. There's Halle Berry. Jessica Beale makes a comeback in this one. John Bon Jovi, Abigail Breslin, Ludacris, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, okay. Uh Josh Duhamel, Zach Efron, Catherine Heigel, she's in this one. Apparently she was gonna be in Valentine's Day, but she turned it down. Well they turned her down because she asked for too much money. Um, oh okay. Ashton Kutcher's in this one again. Seth Meyer's Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Pfeiffer, Hilary Swank, Sofia
1: Vergara. Sounds really good. There's people in Don't watch yeah. any of the movies we've said. Go watch New Year's Eve.
3: Yeah, yeah. And what Zac Efron stranded on a New
1: York rooftop. On a rooftop. With yeah. one of the people that he just said. Who knows which one? Could be any of them. <laughs> Could be Don Cheadle. Who knows? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Don Cheadle needs to read one of these movies. I think that's all we had to talk about Valentine's Day movies. Yeah, obviously one was not good and one was pretty good. So,
1: And then one was New Year's Eve. And
3: one was New Year's Eve, which is not related to Valentine's Day, but yeah. I mean, Valentine's Day is like a rubbish concept anyway. Like, who cares about it?
1: Oh, how dare you call <laughs> the Valentine's Day... <laughs> All the Valentine's Day believers have switched off the podcast now.
3: Says the guy who's doing a I Hate Valentine's Day party straight after
1: this. I do it because I love it. It's it's like a love-hate relationship.
3: (laughs) Okay. Cool, cool. So um, if people want to get in touch with us and tell us about another Valentine's Day movie or romantic comedy that we should talk about, either by watching it or not by watching it and just trying to reveal it, uh, how can they get in touch with us?
1: So they can do, uh, co- contact us on Cognitive Recalibration on all platforms or email us at uh, Cognitive Podcast at gmail.com.
3: And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so via our Amazon affiliate links, which we will not have any in this episode. I, I refuse to link Valentine's Day Mail or just link a... Uh, a link to Netflix, I guess, because it's on Netflix. Just watch on Netflix. But um, you can support us via Buy Me A Coffee as well. So you can give us a one-off donation, which we'll use to further develop the podcast. Uh, Above all, if you can just give us a good review on iTunes or Spotify, that makes us more discoverable on search engines. So there's a lot of digital content in general now. So for people to find us, it'll help if we have some good reviews because then it'll pop up when you search for Valentine's Day podcast and you'll you'll get this episode so that would help us a lot that brings us to the end of another episode yes it yeah yes uh, just a dramatic pause just there but I guess we'll uh we'll, we'll make this an annual thing we'll talk about uh, maybe rom-coms uh, and excuse, I mean we talk about rom-coms sometimes probably not not that much on in terms of our content, so this gives us an excuse to talk about rom coms. I think the only yeah, other one—my favorite movies—the only other one we've probably talked about is Crazy Rich Asians, where we actually devoted a whole episode for
2: it.
1: Oh yeah, think, that's a rom com. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've—I should have just pasted that review in the, today. Don't want to realise.
3: But I don't think we've done many others. So yeah, if you have any suggestions that you want us to talk about, just uh, send them through. All right then, I guess uh, that br- that brings us to uh, the end of the episode. So I hope you're all doing well and staying safe and we'll see you guys in the next one.
1: See you in the next one.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.